Hello and welcome to Growing Up Still, a podcast where I share my crazy stories and life experiences. I'm your host Sneha and today I want to talk about being a college student during COVID. I found it only fitting that I do an episode about going to school during COVID considering so many, many, many people are doing exactly that. So let's get into it. So a little background on me, I'm currently a sophomore in college, I'm a science major with a psych minor. I'm taking all my classes online from home, I'm taking 6 classes, a total of 17 credits, all from my bedroom, in the same chair, same desk, every single day. I honestly never realized how much I would have missed walking from class to class. Um, It was definitely something that me and my friends complained about when we were in college, Because regardless of the weather, whether it was raining, super hot, you know, it was snowing, windy, you would just have to deal with it and walk from class to class, going up and down the stairs, walking back to your dorm. Um, And it's something we, me and my friends, really did complain about. But now that I've been stuck in the same room, taking all my classes, I, like, would do anything to get it back. Um, to being on campus, I think my friends would obviously agree with me that we would literally do anything, even if it meant walking eight flights of stairs every single day, if it just meant we were able to be back on campus. So there's lots of pros and cons to taking college classes at home. Let's get into some of the pros first, considering the cons kind of outweigh the pros. First of all, I am saving a lot of money. Well, I may not personally be happy about being at home, my bank account sure is. Uh, Not having to pay for a meal plan and housing and the other on-campus facility fees really dropped down the tuition I'm paying, um, which is really great because that saves me a lot of money for if I want to study abroad or I'm thinking about taking summer courses or winter courses. So, honestly, it's a big pro. Saving money always is a big pro. The other pro is that I'm eating a lot better now that I'm at home. I'm vegetarian, so being at college was always hard to find foods that I could eat. You know, depending on the dining hall, they would either have something or I would just end up eating salad um, or a lot of pasta. I ate a lot of carbs my first year because I really couldn't find much diversity in the types of foods I could eat other than literally mashed potatoes, fries, pasta, and then salad. Like it was either eat salad for all your meals or eat pasta and fries for your meals. So now that I'm at home, I'm personally going grocery shopping. I get to actually pick out foods that I want to eat and can eat. Also, my mom cooks, so that's super nice. I get fresh home-cooked meals every single day, um, and I don't need to worry about if it's vegetarian or not, or like whatever. Um, And obviously, my mom is a fantastic cook, so I am eating really good and also healthy now that I'm at home. Another thing is that I am in the comfort of my own home, meaning that I don't have a roommate, I'm in my own very comfortable bed, 
I don't have to share a bathroom with a floor of girls. I don't need to rush to get a shower. Overall, I don't need to just I don't need to deal with the grossness of the public bathroom of a dorm. Um, which honestly really could get super gross. Um, especially like during the weekends there would always be like vomit near the toilets or like in the toilet. Just super gross. But um that's literally the life of a college student having to deal with sometimes the bathroom being like smelling like vomit or if someone puked from the night before. Um, also just like the showers would be clogged with like hair. I think that's the grossest thing ever is and like I get that we all have hair and as a girl when you wash your hair like obviously it sheds and it goes in the drain but like like this is why you wear shower shoes obviously um, in a dorm bathroom because it's just super gross. So I'm very, very grateful that I have my own bathroom um, in this <laughs> in my home and I can comfortably shower and I can comfortably, like, I don't need to worry about how gross it is. Like, our bathroom is very clean. So that's a definite pro. <laughs> now for the cons. Oh boy, there's quite a few of these. On the smaller scale of things, we have the fact that I now have to do things like the dishes and mowing the lawn and other small household tasks, which honestly, it's fine because I'm living at home, so obviously it's expected of me to be doing these small things. And actually, I kind of like mowing the lawn. There's something about it that's just so satisfying. Just like the nice lines that are made when you cut the grass and like also as you're cutting the grass the difference you can see from like the fresh cut that's short versus like the newer grass that's tall and like there's just something super satisfying about mowing your lawn another plus is that I just call it a workout for my day <laughs> um which may or may not be a real workout but I like to pretend that it is so I'm like I'm mowing the lawn today. That's my workout for the day. And call it that. But mowing the lawn is still part of my cons list, even though I enjoy it just because, you know, in the scheme of things, I don't think anyone really wants to mow the lawn or do household tasks. But moving on, we also have the fact that I'm pretty much learning six classes on my own. I know so many people when they're asked about, you know, taking classes online and stuff, they always say the same thing. And that's the fact that they feel like they're just learning their classes on their own by themselves because teachers and professors are just posting lecture videos and you're sitting there, you know, at the same chair all day for six hours straight watching all your lecture videos for the class. And by the end of the day, I personally feel like I've learned nothing. I feel like I just wasted six hours of my day doing nothing. It's quite literally in one ear, out the other ear. I feel like I should explain how my classes work. I have live classes and then I have asynchronous classes. So live classes are on Zoom or WebEx or whatever live meeting host that your teacher or college uses. And my asynchronous classes are 
when a professor just video records their lecture and then posts it. These are the classes where you can watch whenever, and then the live classes are at the same time on the specific days. So I personally have more asynchronous classes than live classes, which means I have a lot of lecture videos I have to watch on my own time. And I feel like those really just pile up on me. And again, I'm sitting for hours on end watching these videos, feeling like all the information is just lost in my brain. And it's the worst thing ever because I feel like I'm truly not learning anything this semester. Whereas when I'm in the class, I definitely pay attention better. But when I'm at home, my phone is like right there. So I'm constantly reaching for it, scrolling through Instagram, watching TikToks, and just distracting myself as I'm watching my lecture videos. So my lecture videos just end up being background noise because my attention span just can't handle sitting they're watching hour-long videos every day. Another con is I feel like there's definitely more stress and anxiety being at home versus being on campus. I feel like I'm never sure of when I have quizzes or assignments due. I'm always panicking and being stressed out about due dates and trying to remember every day, did I do this? Did I do that? Do I have anything due at 11.59? The cursed deadline of every assignment. 11.59, literally 12 o'clock hits, and I'm like, all right, if I didn't submit it, then it's too late for me now, something we'll deal with tomorrow. Now, don't get me wrong, I am organized. I have a whiteboard where I write down all my test dates so I can keep track of those and erase them when I'm done with them. I use this app called My Study Life, where you can input all your class information, so like what times you have your class, and then you can also add tasks for each of those classes. So when you have assignments, when they're due, you can um, you can keep track of like, are you 50% done with this assignment? How much left of this assignment do you have? And then you can just check them off when you're done. So it keeps me super organized in that way where it's nice to know when I have all these homeworks due and all these assignments due. So I am organized, but like... And in a way, that does help me a lot, but it still doesn't get rid of, like, the panic or the anxiety, really. Um, it's just one of those irrational anxiety-type situations where, rationally, I know there's nothing due, but the irrational part of my brain's like, no, you definitely have something due. You're definitely forgetting something. You just missed a big test. You just missed a quiz. Your grade's gonna plummet. Everything is going, like, downhill. You're gonna fail all your classes. Like... Very, very irrational part of my brain is just telling me these things. And I know, like, they're not true. I really use these apps to, like, help me keep myself sane. <laughs> and knowing that I am on task, I am doing all the things I need to be doing. Um, and obviously, I know that teachers and professors are probably more easygoing now that, like, people are at home and, like, people's situations are different. So, like, if I forget an assignment, I feel like if I email my teachers being like, hey, like, I've done all my assignments, like, this is the first time I've forgotten something, they'd be pretty forgiving considering, like, you know, COVID is changing everyone's lives and 
people are at home, people are on campus, they're in different situations, they might have Wi-Fi, they might not have Wi-Fi connection, you know, so I feel like teachers are, you know, they're doing their best to being forgiving about these types of things and allowing for second chances, which is nice. So, like, I know I have a safety net that I can fall on, um, but, you know, that's why your irrational fears are exactly called irrational because it's something that like you know is not true but you can't stop thinking about it so the last con i'm going to talk about is losing freedom so i'm at home obviously with covid and quarantine happening i'm not really going anywhere i'm not seeing any friends so it's just me at home in my room with my parents and now that I'm home with my parents, it really feels like there's like a loss of freedom in the sense of when you're on campus and you're at college, you're on your own. You're doing your own thing. You make your own rules. You make your own time for doing work. And when you hang out with friends, when you talk with friends, what you eat, when you eat, those types of things. Now that I'm at home, I feel like my parents are more like, they're like always opening my door being like, are you, are you doing your homework? Are you staying on task? They really are just hovering, I guess, over me. And that's definitely something I did not have to deal with being on campus last year. And it's something I've, have, I've had to get used to this year. My parents try their best not to hover me too much and try not to ask every single time, like, oh, what did you get on this test? What was your grade on this quiz? You know, what are your grades? Are you, How are you doing? They try not to do that too much and try to give me my space because I really do not like telling them my test scores. Because, like, my overall grade by the end of the semester might be a B for a class, but, like, I might get a 50 or a 60 on one exam. And that's not something I want to tell my parents, especially coming from an Asian household. You don't ever tell your parents if you get anything below an 80. It's just, like... <laughs> not something I'm willing to do so it's harder to keep my test scores a secret now that I'm at home in a sense of like if I get a bad score if I get a really good score I can't tell them either way because then they'll always expect me to be giving them or they'll always expect me to be telling them my test scores for every exam or test I take again not something I want to be doing so it's definitely a con being at home with my parents so close by because they are close by they can ask me these questions and I have to somehow look into their eyes and be like oh <laughs> my my exam my chemistry exam yeah nope definitely did not get those scores immediately after I hit submit we're gonna have to wait a week like that's what I tell them <laughs> instead of telling them my grade <laughs> which is very different from when I was at college where they would just call me and then I wouldn't have to tell them if I had taken an exam or not because at home they're with me so I have to be like oh I'm taking an exam don't bother me but on campus I didn't need to do that so they never knew when I took all my exams and I never told them necessarily all my grades but at the end of the semester those were the only grades they saw were my final grades so all in all those were all the cons I've had to deal with living at home during COVID era. There's definitely a lot of stress associated with being at home and being a college student and especially having to deal with family 
and also your classes and the workload that comes with those classes. So now I'm going to give some tips and advice that I personally do to combat the cons. The first thing I do is I work out. Specifically, I love doing kickboxing. I'll just go on YouTube and I'll search up kickboxing workouts and I'll follow along with those. It's so much fun. It relieves so much tension and stress for me. I honestly feel like such a badass when I do these workouts, just kicking and punching all around, even though I am punching the air. So it might look a little stupid, but I honestly feel so much better after I do kickboxing workouts. I really feel de-stressed and like definitely calmer. And when I go back on campus, whenever I do go get to go back on campus, I definitely want to look into the kickboxing club and joining it because again, it makes me feel like such a badass and I absolutely love the feeling. Um, along the same lines, I also go for walks or I run. I usually just put in some music and go around the neighborhood. It gives me a change of scenery and also some fresh air. All in all, it just helps me clear my mind, which it is scientifically proven that exercise does release stress. So I definitely recommend going on for, going for walks or going for a run or pulling up YouTube and looking up workout videos, whatever you're most comfortable with or what you enjoy most. You have to enjoy it is the number one thing I've personally learned. Because I tried doing the Chloe Ting two-week program and I absolutely hated it and I dreaded doing it. And I stopped after the first week and I started doing kickboxing and I absolutely loved it and I actually enjoyed doing the workouts. So find a workout that you actually enjoy because it'll make you feel better at the end. Whereas if I did a workout that I didn't enjoy at the end of it, I would feel like I didn't actually work out. My body didn't feel great. Versus when I do do a workout that I love, my body feels more energetic. I feel like I actually did something I enjoyed and I'm willing to do it the next day and I'm more excited to do it the next day. So definitely find something you enjoy doing when it comes to working out and exercise. Another thing I recommend is having dance parties by yourself. Sounds a little weird or strange, but it's personally my favorite thing to do. I just put on my favorite music and either in my room or somewhere in my house, I just blast the music and I dance. And not like any proper dance moves or anything, but like just crazy dance movements. Just let your limbs go free. It looks very crazy, but no one's watching and that's the whole point. When no one's watching, you just get to be yourself. You get to dance as weirdly as you want. No one's watching you. You're not trying to be sexy. You're not trying to be cool or anything. No one is watching. No one is judging you. So just go do whatever you want. Let your body be free. Just be yourself and dance however you want. And after these dance parties that I have, I really like feel like I've hit restart on my entire um, day or week. I'm happier, I'm more energetic, I feel like whatever negative emotions I had about the week or if I was stressed about something, it all disappears after my dance parties because when you're dancing crazy, you're just making yourself laugh and releasing some good old serotonin. 
I usually have my dance parties only really after a stressful week. Uh, I usually don't do this that often, but definitely after a stressful week, it is very helpful. The last tip I have is meditation. Now, I personally do not meditate, but I know so many people who are like, you gotta start meditating, like, it'll change your life, it helps so much. And I know my mom definitely is like, you need to start doing meditation, like, you're always so stressed, you're always so moody, like, you need to do breathing exercises or meditation to help you calm down. And it's definitely something I might try, I just like, I don't know, I've just never really been into the idea of meditation, but for many people, that's what they like doing, or like meditation and yoga, if like instead of working out, you want to just do meditation and yoga, that also works. So I guess it depends on the type of person you are. Again, I personally don't meditate, my mom is definitely trying to get me to meditate though, and is definitely pushing me to do it. So maybe one week I will do it and maybe I'll get back to you guys to see if it was truly that life-changing for me. But all in all, those are really all my tips and advice I have. I'm obviously still learning. The semester is nowhere near done, sadly, as much as I wish it was. So maybe I'll have more advice or more tips on how to release stress and be more focused for classes and studying at home. Thanks for listening to this podcast on being a college student during COVID. Make sure to follow and share this podcast to everyone you know. Also, go follow me on Instagram at growinguppod. If you want, DM me some questions you'd want me to answer or give advice on in future podcasts. Bye, guys.